Hi everyone, welcome back to Debunked. I'm Valerie. And I'm Libby. And this month we are going to be talking about debunking spring cleaning. So everything that relates to spring, seasons of change, etc. Um, before we get started into all that good stuff, Libby is going to talk about an event that she is co-chairing in a few weeks that is going to be really exciting and a great opportunity for you all to get involved and educate yourselves more on mental health. Libby, take it away. Yes. Okay. Hi, guys. So um, we did plug this in our last month's episode, but if you did not listen, no worries. And if you do not know about it, no worries. So I have the pleasure of co-chairing the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Out of the Darkness Walk at UNC. Um, So kind of like how it says in the name of this walk um, seeks to raise awareness about suicide prevention, um, stop the stigma about, you know, talking about mental health, specifically suicide, since it is still a very taboo subject in many spaces in our society. Um, And so this year it's April 15th. Um, it's at, it's from one to four, um, at Graham Memorial Hall on UNC's campus. Sign up is completely free. Um, you can sign up before at afsp.org UNC, or we also will be taking race day registration. Um, this is a great opportunity to get involved on campus and also, um, you know, get to know other people that have similar interests as you. Last year we had a great turnout. It was a really great community event. Um, I met a lot of amazing people and you know it's a it's just a great cause and I'm really excited for it this year so yeah. Yeah um, last year I found out about this through Libby and it was in short just a very moving experience. I think there's a lot to be said about I guess kind of like bonding with others who have been through similar situations and even just like having the opportunity to educate yourself on maybe something you're not personally touched by or just see the community come together to love on and support one another. It is just, it's so beautiful. It's a lot of fun. Um, There's a lot of great resources, both community and campus resources that come and speak a little bit and table And then everyone walks together after hanging out for a little while and listening to some speeches. And I just, I only have the best things to say about it. So if you can stop by, please do. It'll be so much fun. Libby and I will both be there, of course. Yes, Um, absolutely. You could put a face to the name if you only, (laughs) or a face to the voice if you only know us from here. Um, but we're we're really stoked I'm for excited. it. Excited. We've been planning. Uh, we've been working super hard. Um, shout out to my co-chair Jennifer. We <laughs> she's been doing amazing work. Um, she actually just got her like highest honors for her thesis yesterday Let's too. Go. So like go Jennifer. Um, but we're really excited um, for this year's walk. We've been you know putting a lot of work. Our committee members have been putting a lot of work, and we're just really really excited. Um, this is a cause that I generally really like working on. I really like planning it. Um, and yeah, so I'm just really excited to see it all come together. Um, and yeah, so come walk with us April 15th. Um, if you ever have any questions, you are welcome to DM the like debunked account or DM either of us as well. Yup. Our DMs are wide open and ready for your questions. All right. So let's get into it. So... Libby, yes. when you think of spring, 
Name a couple of the things or words or concepts that come to mind. Yeah, I mean, I think of spraying. The first one that comes up is spring cleaning, um, which obviously is what we're going to kind of be talking about today. I also just think of kind of like a reset, um, you know, obviously the rain and kind of the flowers and everything just kind of coming back to life from winter, um, which I think can be compared to a lot of things. But what do you think of? Um, basically everything you just said. <laughs> but if I could sum it up in one word, I would say I just think of rebirth. Definitely. Um, I And actually just in my head... I was thinking about, I don't even know where this came from, but so, because, so I'm, I'm Catholic, I'm a practicing Catholic, which is like kind of rare on a college campus. I think Mm -hmm. like when I got here, I really realized not a lot of people are very religiously tied or anything. So it's a really interesting experience to be someone who is religious in college, um, And still participate in, like, the college experience and everything. So right now we're in Lent with Easter approaching, and that's all about kind of, in a way, the rebirth of Jesus. So, like, when I said that, I didn't even mean it, but it came to mind. But anyway, on top of that, um, with rebirth, like, my roommate and I, we saw this, like, little baby bunny yesterday on our way to dinner. It was the sweetest thing. Um, and then we also like I think of like the flowers and the budding and all of For that sure. like it all just it's rebirth um but as it pertains to mental health and spring cleaning like Libby was saying I also think of like decluttering not only you know decluttering your room your house whatever but decluttering your mind because like she said you need to come back to life after winter. And I feel that more and more every year that I am on this earth. Definitely. I think that, yeah, like winter, I have always, it's not that I hate winter, but it just, it gets old, you know? Like you, it's the dreary, the cold, the, I mean, I'm from Colorado, so winters are very different <laughs> for me than for Val and Florida. Absolutely. Um, but I think it doesn't really matter where you are um, or what the weather is like. Spring is just a beautiful time to, like, kind of reevaluate, like, okay, how am I doing? You know, can I clean up my, like, just cleaning up your space physically? I was talking to my mom about this today. I was, like, literally just, like, cleaning, like, my closet or something just helps. Or cleaning, you know, meditation to clean your mind or just, you know, a lot of those healthy exercises that sometimes we do let slip in the winter. Yeah, so, absolutely. And yeah. Especially, um, I was just chatting um, with Libby about this right before (laughs) we started recording, but I, last week, totally had the post-spring break scaries. Um, It was just a busy, anxiety-filled week, because coming back from spring break is never easy. It's Um, not. It's so not. And I think this is a great time to really reset, because... Also, like, we're approaching the end of the school year. Like, we have, like, five weeks left, including yeah, exam week, which crazy. is... It does, it's a little scary, but it's, it's exciting. Because it's exciting, but It is scary. a lot longer, actually a lot shorter than it sounds. Um, and, you know, in five weeks, there's so much that's expected of us and everything and how we're supposed to throw it all together. I don't know. But... This is a great opportunity to reset and really end the year as strong as possible because summer is right around the corner. 
Yes. So, very excited. What Do you know what you're doing for summer yet? Um, I do. So, I'm going to be home in Tampa Fun. for the summer, which I'm really looking forward to. I'll be doing more physical therapy shadowing at a couple different clinics. Um, probably working at American Eagle nice. for that cash. Love. Um, awesome. And, yeah, I'm working on doing shadowing with um, a really cool person. So, I can't talk about it right now, but <laughs> see cool. where that goes. Nice. And just hanging out on the beach and enjoying my friends. Maybe take a couple, like, little weekend trips, but... Fun. Yeah, cool. similar to what I did last summer, but it's going to be so, so good. And it's yeah. technically my last summer in Tampa for a while because oh, yeah. I'll be up here next year. So Crazy. It's exciting, though. Yeah. It's, like, very exciting. I'm excited for you. Thanks. What so, are you doing this summer? Um, I'll be in Colorado. Um, I think I'm going to be a zipline guide um, in the mountains, which is also very exciting. Um so, yeah, I'm excited to be outdoors. That was kind of what I wanted to do, to do this summer is to be outdoors. Um, and so, yeah, I'm very excited. It's a good motivation to, like, sure. get through the rest of the year. I think that's also, like, can go with, like, our mindset. Like, okay, like, it's going to be a really tough few weeks. I've also, like, this just this week, I kind of had the second week back from spring break scaries. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> just being really, really anxious about the rest of the school year and just the to-do list piling up. But it's going to be okay, yeah. and our mindset really impacts that, and just taking one step at a time, one assignment at a time, and so you can do it, we can do it, it's going to be great, we're going to finish the school year, um, but yeah, I'm excited. So. so with reset and change and everything in mind, um, we recognize that change is hard, period. There is, there's really... <laughs> There's nothing we can do about that. Yeah. Um, we can control how we react to things that happen to us, but even that can be a struggle sometimes. So kind of as we transition into this idea of change and uh, adjusting to a new season and all of that, um, I think something we should talk about is why do we struggle so much with change in general? such a question that I have been, like, one of the, like, forefront questions in my brain for, like, two and a half years now. Honestly, probably three, like, since COVID, because I just really, really struggle with change. And I think, obviously, change is good. Like, to a certain extent, change is great, but those big life changes are really, really hard. Um, Absolutely. And so... Yeah, you're not alone. Um, we feel you and that. Change is really hard, um, but we can't really, we can't change how change is hard, but we also can change how we deal with it and go about it with it. But I think the biggest thing is to validate your emotions and to not just say, oh, this is dumb. Why am I feeling like this? You know, this happened, this change happened, or it's been happening for months now. Why am I still feeling this way? Uh, because you are feeling the way you do for a reason. You know, you're not you're not doing this for attention. You're not feeling miserable just to feel miserable. And I think that's something that we forget sometimes, myself included. Yeah. So yeah, that would be number one, I think as well, to do with change. But what do you think? What are your thoughts? So when it comes to change and why we struggle, the thing that I always go back to or the idea I always think about is we as humans are completely creatures of habit. And I am that to a T. Mm-hmm. I don't really like change. Never have. I've been getting better. 
I really have. And I'm, I'm happy about that because (laughs) change is inevitable and it's just a fact of life and I need to get over it. And the thing is, is because we are creatures of habit, anything for anyone who's interested in like the human body or biology or whatever, you know, we want to stay at our homeostatic levels. Our mind wants to do the same thing. It wants to maintain that like not panicked, peaceful, calm homeostasis or just having a good time, the joyful homeostasis. And anytime we do something that strays away from that, that's why we have our fight or flight response. That's, you know, you learn about that in like psychology and everything or other related classes. And it's true because fight or flight response comes from us being pushed out of our homeostatic levels in our mind. Um, and of course you're going to struggle with that because, you know, the, I feel like the best way to relate it back to something is to like physical change. Let's say you're an athlete and you fractured your foot and now you're out for the rest of the season. Right. That's a really big change. And the way we treat physical changes is much different than we treat mental changes. And what I mean by this is like when I'm going through a stressful period, which that's taking me out of my homeostatic level. Out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I... I don't treat myself with as much patience as and grace as I would if I had, like, a foot injury. Because in that case, yeah. I'm like, okay, I need to ice it. I need to do these things. Like, right. the world pauses, and I'm going to get myself physically better, go to physical therapy, whatever I need. And I think that also relates to just, like, society. Because, like... Absolutely. Because, like, physical, like, oh, I broke my foot. Like, society seems like, oh, yeah, like, take the time you need. Like, you know, get a cast, all that kind of stuff, where we are just not in that place as a society to be like, yeah, like this is equivalent, like, your mental, like, you need a mental band-aid, you know, and so, obviously, I think we're getting there, I think that the tide is really changing, um, and self-care, like, there's a whole wave of this, you know, obviously, we're here trying to make an impact, um, on that, but, yeah, I think that goes along with, you know, just society's influence and how, you know, how influential that is as well, Absolutely, and I think, like, what I'm really just trying to say here is like treat yourself with the same grace that you would give yourself physically because physical and mental state are 50-50. They should be treated hand in hand the same. Right. Because also you can't expect to have one be good without the other. That's the other thing. Like you can only expect so much from yourself. And if you're going through something mentally, you have to understand that you need to care for yourself in the same way that you would a physical change. Um, and that's just something that a lot of people, that, that's not something that crosses people's no, minds no. often. Um, yeah. I think I also can relate to like, like, cause you validate other people's emotions, you know, like when you absolutely. talk to a friend or a friend comes to you, you're like, no, like take time for yourself, you know, do what you need to do. And like, you're, feelings are completely valid or, you know, your injury, if it's a physical ailment. Um, and that's, yeah, that's a big thing because we don't treat ourselves always with that same kindness and grace that we treat others. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously we should treat everyone with like kindness and grace. Um, but I think that it's also important to remind ourselves that, Hey, like we can also give ourselves the same 
because we are worth it. Um, and it does matter. And, you know, every your feelings are valid. And your ailments or your mental health is all really valid. Absolutely. So. And, like, in the way that, you know, again, going back to the athlete who fractured their foot, they are getting athletic trainers to help, physical therapists to help, uh, sports psychologists, coaches of every kind, their teammates. Everyone is backing them and hoping that they can bounce back and work through it. But in, in a way, with mental health, in some ways, it's almost more up to you to take initiative. And that's why sometimes it's hard because the supports are, for the most part, there. Um, but sometimes you have to work a little harder to get them. And that's why with therapy, it's much harder to get into a therapist than it is a physical therapist, which right. is wrong. But at the same time, you know, those supports are there and the way that you would seek out resources to help you bounce back physically, you should do the same mentally because any change that is happening to you, um, one, it's temporary, which is also something that's... Something to remind ourselves, which, yeah, yeah definitely, I forget sometimes, so yeah, it's a reminder. Very <laughs> important. Sure, yeah. um, and working to reframe our mindsets in those ways... That's that's what's really important here, um, especially like seasonal shifts. Absolutely. Definitely. And we talked in a previous episode about like seasonal depression. And that was another one of those big seasonal shifts that we had to think about. I think, yeah, I think also, um, oh my goodness, I lost my train of thought. Of course, it is a Friday afternoon, so <laughs> my brain has been fried from the week. But um <laughs> Yeah, what was I thinking? Now I'm totally just forgetting. Sorry, everybody. Um, But I think just as a whole, like, changing your mindset and reframing your mindset, um, it takes work, you know? And, like, it's going to take work just as, like, you go to a physical therapist, you know, to kind of try to get your movement or get your foot or whatever, you know, healthy again. It definitely takes work. um, But... One, I think the work, not I think, like, the work is definitely worth it as well. And, you know, looking back, you will be so proud of yourself on the work that you did put in. Um, But additionally, um, give yourself, like, you know, if and when you are able to reframe your mind, like, give yourself, like, like, not a round of applause. It sounds cheesy. But, like, you know. Pat on the back. back. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, You guys know what I'm trying to say. Like, because that's not, it's not easy and it's not, you know, and it's hard and, like, you put in that work. So, um yeah, I guess I would just say, like, just kindness to yourself all at all stages of, you know, dealing with change and all that kind of stuff. So, in talking about as we move through change, it's important to think about how you process your emotions. Definitely. Um, because depending on what kind of change you're going through, it's, it's definitely going to be emotional. And any time that we're moved out of our comfort zone, there's often some kind of emotion involved. So can you kind of speak on how that applies to your life or your experiences? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely like did a lot of crying, (laughs) I guess when I was like moved and stuff. And I just did a lot of just like, ugh, like what the heck, you know, like why? Um, But I think that I found that helpful coping skills um, included, you know, I'm a 
big runner. I like to run, you know, being outside, talking to friends um, was a big one. I'm pretty open. I, you know, I don't mind sharing things about myself. Um, it's a way to help myself cope, you know, obviously, like, making sure others are okay with that, you know, knowledge being shared um, as well. But that's been really helpful to me. But I think also the biggest, like, shift for me was just accepting that, like, my emotions are valid and yes, like, all these changes may have happened, you know, not, like, last week, it may have been a couple months, but still, like, still feeling those emotions and, like, letting myself feel those is really important because the longer you push it off, like, it, they're just gonna keep coming back, you know? How do you feel like you personally got to a place where you could accept your emotions for what they were and, like, meet them at the mm -hmm. point they were at mm -hmm. and not like shut yourself down because you know like yeah. some people definitely shut off definitely um and don't they're not able to validate themselves where they're at or right. find that acceptance right that's a great question and honestly my answer would be i haven't yet like it has been really so real. really hard um and throughout my life i think i've been a big like invalidator of my own feelings and just um you know, others around me may have not, you know, shared their feelings as freely, um, just because I, you know, I, until, until I was a senior in high school, I mean, I thought therapy was, like, something for, like, completely, like, you know, broken people, you know, just, I just didn't really get the whole concept of therapy, therapy well, being normalized as well. The way that the media treated therapy right, pri right. prior to COVID primarily, but still to this day still a to little this day, bit. Yeah. It's like, oh, therapy is for people who are like, like you said, deeply broken, like right. deep rooted issues, like right. seriously mentally ill. And that's right. why we're changing that language and stuff. Right. Um, yeah. Like, keep going. But yeah. No, I think it's definitely super fair. So I think um, it's definitely just been a work in progress, I guess, you know, in so many words, um, really trying to let myself just experience those emotions and be like, no, like this is, this is fair. Like I'm feeling sad today about you know, whatever it is, like, not being in Colorado or, you know, not being, um, or just being at school sometimes. Some, it's, you know, I love school and I love UNC, but sometimes it's hard. Um, but I'm just letting myself feel that way, I think, is the biggest. But what about you? I'll ask you the same question. Um, letting yourself feel the emotions while you're going <laughs> through change. That's a toughie. So, I think time has been my friend in that because I mean obviously I'm still figuring it out what do I know I'm 20 years old like yeah you're 20 but, I have no, have no um, idea <laughs> but realistically time is the biggest healer that's at least what I've found in my experience and mm -hmm. you can't as much as you want to rush through your feelings and get back to that homeostatic like quote-unquote normal level um I've just realized that, that that's just not gonna happen right kind of had to let go of control in a way like Definitely. if you let go take a step back or like picture yourself outside of the situation it's just going to be as long as it is I guess like such as like with a hurricane or some kind of like you know tropical storm or okay, whatever yeah. You're not, you know, just because you will it to blow over really quickly, 
yeah, that's not gonna happen. Just you wanting it to doesn't mean so it's you gonna get happen your, like, that way. Yeah. Sunny, beautiful, tropical weather back. Yeah, that's not gonna. Life doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Sadly. Right? Sadly. So I've really learned that the best way I can get through those big moments of change, or even small ones, is just realizing like this is the situation I'm in. The things I have control over, I can do little things to put some happiness or some joy into my every day, no matter where I'm at in a period of change or not. Right. But I guess just reframing how I think about change and what I have control over and what I don't. And also that time is its own beast and it's going to do its own thing. And... For better or for worse, that's just the situation. So, at least for me, I just... If I need a cry, I'm crying. Mm-hmm. If I need a coffee, I'm getting a coffee. Oh, yeah. Um, And if I need to sleep all day, oh, I will sleep all day. So, <laughs> I just think, like, meeting yourself where you're at in your heart and your mind. Um, and, like, give yourself the room to... Try to move through it in the ways you know how. That is great. I think that's really helpful. Um, I'll take that definitely into my own like own mind because it's hard. I think also like we also struggle like with the act of change itself, but also to accept that things are not how they used to be. Um, definitely like I kind of like you know looking back, I was in a rut, but I had like everything was just the same for so many years, and then everything just decided to like shift like moving, college, COVID, friends are changing, people are changing, all this stuff was just hit me like a truck, obviously. And I you feel know, like it's still that way. Like, college, I agree. it's always happening. I agree. And I, I'm glad that you say that because I definitely, like, I feel like it's definitely calmed down since then, but I feel like the bar for that is kind of on the floor. Oh, <laughs> Considering, like, how much change. Yeah, the bar Let's is kind of in hell. Here. Like, <laughs> how much? But, um... Yeah, I think accepting, that's been really hard for me, and I don't really like to live in the past, you know, but, um, I I think I live in the future. Yeah. And that's also so bad. I think, yeah, I think we're kind of opposite in that way, because I think for so long, I don't know, like, I just, I feel like I live in the past, like, I don't feel like I, I've gotten better at it, I guess is what I'm trying to say, not living in the past, but I think for me personally, trying to deal with change is searching for comfort, and that comfort comes from maybe people or places or, you know, things that aren't really accessible to me at the moment or anymore. Um, And that's hard. And so I think that's one of the things that I struggle with about change. But I think you can also reframe that to accept those feelings and kind of be like, okay, but here I am right now. This is temporary. Like, will I live in North Carolina forever? Maybe, maybe not. But there are really cool things and really cool opportunities here. Um, And so just working to reframe that is important, but it's also important to let yourself feel. And change isn't always all bad. I know we're no. talking about change in a more, I guess, pessimistic or negative way, but change in my eyes is just, it's different. Definitely. Like, it's it's just different. And I think you have to assess how to find that acceptance and move on and move forward, depending on the situation. And it... Things take, I mean, time is just huge there. That's like I was saying. And that's what's going to be your biggest friend. Um, But yeah, I think you have to look at that like growing. Like growing is painful. So painful. And having your mind being jumbled 
is also you growing because you're working and you're putting in the work and so I think that's super important and also like this week I've kind of been able to kind of I kind of have looked back like in my journaling about like where I was and where I am now and so you are making progress whether you see it or not um and you are growing as a person and that's amazing um no matter where you are in life I think there's always room for growth and there's always room for change and changing opinions and you know so I think that's I think that's really cool so that's kind of a positive change yeah (laughs) and with all of that I think you know after listening to this and moving on to the rest of your day or whatever you're doing um let's think about spring cleaning and what you can do for yourself in all of these changes all of these changes because there are a lot going on um I feel like seasonal shifts are when the most change happens for different reasons. And so kind of to kick that off, one thing or one tip or whatever that I have is I always hear about how like your room is a reflection of your mind. (laughs) Um, However, I am going to rephrase that for myself because... I also believe that my mind is a reflection of my room. So I know that's kind of the same thing, but in the way that I, again, with like control, control is huge here, but like (laughs) I can control what my room looks like. And if my room, my living space, my comfort space, my safe space is organized and looks the way I want it to and brings me joy then my brain is going to feel at rest when I come home at the end of the day. Like, my mind, if I am having a stressful day or something, and then I come home to an unmade bed, my laundry everywhere, whatever, that adds stress to me. Now, I understand some people function like, I'm so stressed, I don't even have time to, like, keep my room up. And that's kind of how I used to be. But now I'm like, my room, like at the end of the night, my room has to, not obviously not perfect, but like it's going to look lived in, but like it's going to be put together and look neat at least. Um, Because that gives my mind some mental ease. So I think of that as like how to declutter your mind while also decluttering your room kind of thing. So spring cleaning in a physical sense and in a mental sense. I love that that's yeah honestly that's probably one of my biggest things as well um and I like how you kind of rephrase that like that's very that's very cool that's very insightful so I really like that um for me I I don't know I mean I really agree with what you said Val about just kind of like how your room and like organizing and kind of you know just it just is kind of nice it's kind of nice to have your space be feel like a safe space in all ways um And I guess what I would say is just to, um, you know, while you're dealing with, you know, whatever's going on in your life to take, be able to take a moment and it's hard to get perspective sometimes, but just take a moment to either think about what you're grateful for or things that have happened to you today that are positive, um, or in the week, in the past month, um, something that you're looking forward to, um, and just kind of like take um, note of those things, um, because I feel like that's been a really helpful reframing technique for me, especially, like, in the spring as we move into, you know, the warmer weather, the nicer weather, Mm -hmm. um, 
So, but physically, I guess, I would say get outside if you want to. I am obviously a very outdoorsy person. The sun is so good for you. The sun is so powerful about, like, just, like, your emotions. Like, I walked through our arboretum today, and, like, the flowers are just gorgeous. Like, I was telling my mom today, I was like, they are just so pretty right now. I need to go. I am, like, a flower nut. I love flowers. They're beautiful right now. So. I'm so stoked. Yeah. If you have opportunity to get outside or just take a moment to... I don't know, meditate, you know, journal, um, or any other outlets that you use. Obviously, we talked about outlets last last month. Um, so just kind of being able to take some time instead of aside some time to be like, no, I'm going to do this for me during this time, and I can do that, you know? So Y'all, the sun is so powerful. <laughs> I could, like, talk about the sun for an entire love episode. The love this the Florida girl loves the sun. <laughs> anyway... Um, yeah, wear your sunscreen, but, like, get your vitamin D for sure, because the amount of health benefits there are to your psyche and your physical body, it's outstanding. I have done so much research on sunlight, and you should too, because I just, I guess it justifies me going to the beach all the time. It's a great great thing. You could do, you could get, get a little bit of sunlight as much as you can and, you know, thaw out from the winter. Um, yeah. Something else that I like and one of my friends, Kat, actually <laughs> talked about a lot was like, it's, oh my God, I forget who does it. I want to say it's like a Marie Kondo technique or mm-hmm, something, but mm-hmm. it's about like when you are decluttering, only keep things that bring you joy. Spark joy. That yes. is a Marie Kondo thing. I knew it. Okay. I was so, my mom and I were so into that a couple years ago. Right? I was like, does this spark joy? No. And I love that. I do too. Because I like, honestly still use that in a lot of, yeah. in a lot of decluttering, decluttering techniques, which I think could be applicable for not only clothes. Like it can be applicable in like oh, 100%. mental, emotional, physical, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. And like, this is the perfect time to reassess, like, especially like with the end of the school year approaching reassess like the classes you're taking the friends in your circle your clothes if you want to which I will be doing um like the little trinkets you have around everything like especially emphasis on the classes because with registration creeping up and going on right now for us UNC students if something you're doing right now is not bringing you joy let's reevaluate before you put yourself through that again next semester that's all I'm gonna say that is literally what I'm in the process of doing right now. I literally, I am in the process of going through the things that I'm doing and I'll be abroad next semester. Um, so I won't be at UNC, but, um, just, that doesn't mean the podcast that, is oh, ending. Oh no, the podcast will be recorded in Prague. Don't from you guys, abroad. Don't you guys worry. Live um, from Prague. Live from Debunked. Prague. Debunked. I love it. I see it already. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> but I am actually in the process of doing that right now. Um, in terms of clubs that I'm in, Social clubs I'm in. Oh, yeah. If you catch my drift. Um, so all that kind of... Foreshadow. Foreshadow. <laughs> um, Y'all will hear about that in a few episodes, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, We just have to get a few more things done, and then I'll just... We'll, we'll, that we'll, could be, that we'll could be a it. good, um, like, summer episode leading up till next year, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, Especially for our incoming freshmen out there. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're also catching my drift. If you're drift. also catching, yeah. Hopefully this makes sense to somebody. Hopefully it does. I'm sure people, yeah. It'll make resonates sense. Resonates with us. Resonates <laughs> with us. Um, but I just say, yeah, you know, pursue activities and clubs and just, you know, interests in general that serve you and you, you know, get a lot out of. And also additionally, like, 
you know, that you like the people that you're around and you Absolutely. like, and they have similar interests to you, similar goals, um, you know, and just kind of really think about, okay, like this is really a healthy situation for me. Is this a healthy club? And if it's not really consider evaluating your membership or a part of, or part of it. And that can be, you know, anything. If you're in college, great. If you're not in college, also great. You know, there can be any number of things, yeah. I guess. It, is, so. it applies to pretty much any area of Yeah, life. for sure. Um, all right. Well, if you guys have any questions, comments, compliments, concerns, our DMs are open. Always our, reach out to us. Yeah. We are literally here to talk. It's what we do. Yes. I was going to say do for a living, but we're not. We're not. No. But no. we love talking. We, <laughs> we do, do love to talk, we're here. though. <laughs> um, but yeah, please reach out to us. Or if there's something you want us to speak on or have any anything that's been on your mind or on your heart, we are more than happy to listen to what you guys have to say. And yeah, we always love feedback. And if there's anything that you guys have questions about, like after listening to this today, we will do the best in our abilities to get your questions answered. Absolutely. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Um, sign up for the Out of the Darkness Walk if you were able to. If you have any questions, you know you know where to reach us. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Happy spring cleaning. And also, I just realized that this will be released on April Fool's Day, um, which is kind of funny. That is kind of funny. So... Yeah, it's not a joke. We actually... It's not a joke. Nothing that we said is a joke. This is not a joke. No. We probably should put that at the beginning. <laughs> right. Nothing is a joke. It's not opposite day. No. So, take care of yourselves. Happy yes. spring cleaning. We'll see you next month. And don't get fooled. All right. Bye, y'all.